Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. Amen. So let's continue actually. Where we stopped, the topic of the ultimate price was the nature of God, which actually the subject I was, I don't know, I was proposing that should be taught in seminaries for one year. Except one understands the nature of God, that he cannot play with this God. And this God is nature, is his nature. He cannot change. He's not a man. He's greater than all. And because of that, you fear him. And say, so I'm dealing with God. I'm not dealing with any man. I cannot pretend before him. I cannot hide before him. Because he said, there's no way you hide that I cannot find you. Yes. That's the God we serve. With that understanding, one gets that understanding, you will serve God in fear. Not afraid of God. Being afraid of God is like the devil does. The devil is afraid of God because why he does not want punishment. That's why when Christ was approaching, he said, have you come now to do what? To punish us. That's exactly what he was afraid of. But you see, you fear God, which is to depart from any and all iniquities. It doesn't make a difference whatever it is. Until a human being does that, you cannot enter. You cannot enter that highway. You know, you know one thing. Something that the Lord was asking me today, help me out. You know, he told the man, there was a man who asked him, he said, Are there many that shall enter into the kingdom of God? I think that's Luke 13, right? Yes. From 23 to 26. Luke 13, 23 to 26. Yes. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? Mm-hmm. And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, mm-hmm. will seek to enter and will not be able. Now let's stop right here. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. What is God telling the person? Now let me tell you this way. How do you strive to enter the narrow gate? If you, if you don't answer that, then I'll just turn around and answer that question. Walk hard. What about walk hard? Self denial. Self denial. How do you? How do you start striving to enter? I said, what is the beginning? What is the beginning? Do you know one thing? It's, I was struck today when the Lord said, that highway, do you know that highway? You know, some people think about, oh, I get that highway, then I start being holy, I start walking on No, for you to enter that highway, you must be holy. Yes. Oh, my people, listen to me. To enter that highway, he said, strive to enter. Start now and repent. Why do you think all the messages of Every, John the Baptist, Jesus Christ, everyone repent, repent, repent before because you're not going to be able to step in there. That's the only way you can repent without first of all what? Without first of all what? Departed. There is no way there can be any repentance. But because how can you have repentance when you are seeing you? Are we, are we all together here? That's why he told us, he said, look, in this highway, Read me, please, as I 35, 8 to 9. 
tired, so on, and wasted all my time. It was meaningless life. Therefore, look at the whole duty. Ecclesiastes 12:13. Yes. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Mm -hmm. Fear God. Whatever you do, fear God. Depart from any and all evil deeds. If you want to serve God, stop doing, you know, play. There's something some, most of us do. We deceive ourselves. To the extent anyone deceives himself is not worth living. I need to tell you right now. Because if you deceive yourself, either you are included, okay, or you just finish. That's the end of it. Because you are lying to yourself. Go on, yes? And keep his commandments. And keep his commandments. But this is the whole duty. That's the whole duty. Any other thing, you are laboring for the wind. It doesn't mean you shouldn't level. But if anything else comes before that, you are laboring for the wind. Because you will lose that, which is the ultimate, the eternal life, and you also lose the things of the world. Because the things of the world will be lost, whether we like it or not. Okay, that's why I said, have you ever seen anyone who has passed away and take, taken everything that he accumulated on this world? So, we just talked about the nature of God, and we're going to touch on it, and from there we pick up something that everybody needs to be careful about. And all those who are serving God, all those Christians, everybody, Understanding this nature of God, we said, okay, with ultimate price, you must define the objective. Yes. I want to enter a race. What am I entering for? Number one, I know what the race is about, is to win the Olympics. Therefore, I must define my objective. Am I going there for the fun of it? Or going there to waste my time? Mm -hmm. Or is my objective to make sure I'm the one who wins this gold? Alright? Anybody going to Olympics who wants to win silver? Kind of problem. Because you need to take gold. If you let down with it, you see what's going to happen. Okay? So, am I going to get that objective? But once you have gotten the objective, then you have to sit there and say, my goodness. Now that I know this is the Olympics, now that I know the, what my goal, now that I know the objective, what, I, what is the rule? That's where we Christians, many people, pastors, have problems. What is the rule of this game? What is the rule of this race? And we say that for you to understand the rule that is set, you must understand the intent of the lawgiver. Yes. Is it what we said? Yes. You must understand the intent of the lawgiver. And we went through all that, but then the final one, that's what I want to pick up. We said, okay, if I come right now and say, I want to understand this law that was passed by or senator anybody. First of all, you have to find out what did that man or woman say? Okay? Mm -hmm. We called it last time that it's the first line of deterrence. It's like you going to somebody's house and you have a warning. Warning. Dog. Do not enter. That is a deterrence. It's telling you actual word, okay, of that individual. But the difference, as far as God is concerned, that God is the one that His word will never change. God has won by His own word, making His word the same as God. Okay? If the word fails, God has failed. That's why He said, if you me please, Matthew 24, 35. Matthew 24, 35. Yes. Heaven and earth shall pass away, mm -hmm. but my words shall not pass away. My words shall not pass away. See, 
There is a rule giver telling you his words will never pass away. Whatever he says. And some of us will come and say, Well, how do you follow God? How do you? He said, It's there. The law is there. God has already put it there. So he also told us, in, 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 if, if you look at Isaiah 55, please, 8 to 11. Isaiah 55, 8 to 11. Yes. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, mm -hmm. neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, yes. so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Yes. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Mm -hmm. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. You know the rest. So shall my word be. It shall stand, because it will not change. Because once it's spoken, it is spoken. So let the buyer, isn't it? In, 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 you know, I learned to say, caveat one, empty. Let the <laughs> let the pastors and everybody who them beware that my word will never change. And nobody should utter it. But you go to churches, they change all sorts of things, they manipulate. Man wants to change his own for his own benefit and pocket. How can man do that? When God is saying, don't you ever try. If you do, your name will be wiped off. Whatever it is. So God says, my word will not fail. Because my word and I are one. And that's why he said in Jeremiah, let me Jeremiah 23. 28 to 29. Jeremiah 23, 28 to 29. Yes. The prophet who has a dream. Let him tell a dream. Mm -hmm. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. Let him speak my word faithfully without alteration, without any change, without compromise. You see? Believe me, it scares me. Because I'd rather pass today, I'd rather die today than that I would even attempt to utter any word of God. Because it says, speak faithfully. Where's my word? Because if I do that, I'm playing with God. And nobody can do that and get away. Go on, yes. What is the chaff to the wheat? That's that a good question. Lord? Yes. Is not the word, is not my word like a fire, mm -hmm. says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces? It breaks the rock in pieces. So the word of God there is what? That cornerstone. Are we all here? And who's that cornerstone? Jesus. Uh, isn't it? In John 1, 1 to 2, this is a, the word was with God, and the word from the beginning. The same Jesus Christ. And he told us the same thing today. It's a rock, it's a hammer that breaks everything to pieces. Then he told us in John, Matthew 16, or 21. Matthew 21, let's move on. 42, 44. 42 and 44. Matthew 21, 42 and 44. Yes. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Mm -hmm. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. So which is the, the, this, which is the, the, the chief rock that the world has rejected, that churches have rejected these days? God bless you, side one. The word of God. When the word of God is no longer the truth of the word of God, we're wasting our time gathering the churches. You see? Go on, yes. Verse 44. 
And whoever falls on this stone will be broken. Mm -hmm. But on whomever it falls, it will grind him. It will grind him to powder. Whoever uses this word, that's why he told us. If you look at Hebrews 4, 2 to 3, you don't have to read it. He said, What? My, this my word is too aged. So, it kills itself. If you use it correctly, it tells you. You use it wrongly, it will kill. And that's the way it is. And no matter what, that's why Jesus Christ was telling us, said, look, whatever you do, if you don't believe me for the word of me, I'm not going to judge you. But you know one thing? That thing, that's something that will judge you. Let me John please 12, 47 to 48. John 12, 47 to 48. Yes. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. Mm -hmm. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. Yes. He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. Mm -hmm. The words that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. So who, who judges him? Come on, man. This was written there. Okay. God bless you. God judges him because God is the word. As we would say, God and his word are the same thing. So his word is something that no matter whatever happens, no man, no man, no pastor, no bishop, no pope should ever alter. That's what I'm trying to tell everybody right now. It doesn't make a difference because it's God who cannot change it. And that's where it stands. So we said that was the word. The first step, the first order of deterrence, warning, this is my word, and warning, I do not change. Are we, are we there? Yeah. Then we say the second one is the last resort. Can anyone remember it? No? That's how I'm busy writing. <laughs> okay, now, you see the word, you see, I'm looking at the lawgiver. The first thing I have to listen to, what did he say? And for any Christian, any pastor, anybody, that's why you should stop. Because Jesus Christ himself said, it, whatever my father said, that's all. I will do it. Because I know this my father. He is one with his word. Whatever he says is not going to change. So all of us will need to stop that if we really love this God. If we really care. And the only thing we need to stop there is to say, look, you know, because what this God has done for me, out of the, the mercy, the way he even drew me to himself, that's sufficient for me to appreciate him. And for me to appreciate him, I must reference his word. Because he is his own word. We should not let the second step ever happen in our life. And that's what actually happened. We still, some of us still say, ah, well, God, what is it? But this God is so merciful. Even before Christ, he has sent examples. Huh? The president, God bless you, he has sent president. This is the way, my people, is not on the top, but do, right? It's not only I talk, I will do. And whatever I do, I want you to pay particular attention and take heed because what I did, I will do again. I will not change because of you. Because if it's only because his son, Jesus Christ, said, My father would have left me if I didn't do what he told me to do. Now, some people may say, Okay, did he say that? After all, if he turned around, that's exactly what he said. In John 8 29, he said, My father is with me. The one who sent me is always with me because I did what pleased him always. 
In other words, saying, if I didn't do what pleasing always, you will not be with me. Are we, are we there? Yes. Okay, so this God says, you know what? I'm going to also show them the actions I took so that none of them, you see, when somebody showed, they said, these are the actions. That's what we call history, right? History is for us to know what is going to happen so that we will not actually fall victim anymore. When somebody showed, this is my actions and my example. I have set an example. I am the Lord and the Lawgiver. I have set my example. What is he trying to tell you? It's what God bless you. Say, for avoidance of any kind of what? Error. You better pay attention because that's what I have to do in every situation. Because I don't change. Read the first Corinthians, please, one. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lost them. You can read the rest. Now these things became our examples that God has given. That he saved everyone from Egypt or in all Israel. But how did they enter the promised land? That's what they're trying to let you know. I'm God. It doesn't make a difference. I can... If I want to finish everyone, I'll finish and raise a stone to be my, my own children. That's the way it's going to be. So, that's what I did then. Give me please. Jude. 5 to 7. Jude 5 to 7. Yes. But I want to remind you, mm -hmm. though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, Afterward, destroyed those who did not believe. Mm. And the angels who did not keep their proper domain. Even the angels. And some, and some of us run around and say, God will understand. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we don't understand. We understand He's God. But understanding has also a limit. When you push somebody, push somebody, and you do not want it. Obviously, He told us in Proverbs 29 1. That if you won't give us warning for a long time, he will be destroyed even without what? Remedy. That's how God is. So we don't want to go reading everything. See, even angels who did not keep their domain, these angels, as far as I'm concerned, actually had their backrights in heaven. Right? No, no. They didn't have their backrights in heaven and they were driven down. And you think that they are better than the dead angels. So, this is God telling us. Read me Romans, please. 11. 17 to 22. Romans 11, 17 to 22. Yes. And if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, mm -hmm. and with them became a partaker of the root and fatness of the olive tree, do not boast against the branches. Yes. But if you do boast, remember, that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. You will say that branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Mm -hmm. Well said. Because of unbelief, they were broken off. Because of disobedience, mm -hmm. they were broken off. That's what he said, yes? And you stand by faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. 
But if God did not spare the natural branches, He may not spare you either. Did you hear that? If He didn't spare the natural branches, He may not spare you either. So now that's why the scripture was saying, and, and this afternoon I said, wow, Lord, it really makes sense. What that's why the scripture saying that now with all this body of evidence, with a cloud instead of witnessing, give me please Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Hebrews 12, 1 to 2. Yes. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, mm -hmm. let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, yes. looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us now turn away from this sin that is made of. Do you know one thing that I have found? And I'm not saying here that I'm good. Only God will testify of who is who. But to be perfect on this video, there is nothing of this age you cannot turn away from. There is nothing on this age you cannot turn away from. Any evil. How come? How come you always find it difficult to turn away from evil bad things? Huh? Can you tell me that? But then you don't find anything that is evil. You don't, you don't, you don't want to turn away from it. But what is good? Sometimes you, do you know, you know it's opposite. You turn away from it. Because when you don't turn away from evil, you are turning away from good. Are we all together? Yeah. And that is why God said, I want to form you one thing. If you want to follow me, because I am God, that's one thing we're going to go through right now. When you say there is no variation, we're going to go back to what he has taught us before. There is no variation. Can you tell me the essence of transformation without being as God is? Don't, don't, let's not waste our time. There is no essence of transformation except you as God is. Because he said he wants to be transformed into his image and be born again. So he wants us to be imitators. Give me Ephesians 5, please. 1 to 11. Ephesians 5, 1 to 11. Yes. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Be as God as dear children. Okay. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us mm -hmm. and given himself for us. An offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But how many of us actually, you know, you know the first thing that was the main thing was talked about two keys, love. And yet, have you ever sat your heart? When the test has come, do you have sufficient love? Don't kid me. Don't kid me. When the test has come, can you love your brother or sister regardless of whatever happens? And then we we'll run around and say, we're going to transform. Oh, really? Transformation is not with what? Mouth. That's why, if you look at this, if you look at God, we we'll say the nature of God, His spoken words. That's not enough. 
he comes, he gives us his action. Because action speaks louder than what? Than what? Because we are known by what we do and not what we say. There's no one who used to say about the Bible. I have hardly before I see anyone. Except maybe, except maybe in Kenya, maybe they are in this land. God bless you. Where well, somebody will get up and say, Look, I'm going and they do something wrong. Lord, please have mercy. That's the humility that God is starting for. Because that's why he said, I give grace to the humble. But the proud who thinks is something, don't worry, that grace is of no use. It will never come to the individual. All of us will always want to protect ourselves and say, ah, ah, we are so wonderful, we are so good, until the test comes. And then all of a sudden we are nowhere. But rather sometimes saying, yes, we are failed the test, you know what we do? We start blaming others. One who blames has not been transformed. No matter what everybody does, if you do anything evil to me, I'm not here. Look, if you can't see it, I'm not going to start telling you, okay, look, you know what, I'm blaming you, I'm blaming you. No, no, no. I'll be pitying you. I'm intervening for you. I'm praying. That's a heart that is now after God. Not a heart who wants to prove himself that he is what? He's right. Because when you are right, you have become the judge. And when you are the judge, you're no longer a child of God. Go on, please. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, mm -hmm. let it not even be named among you as is fitting for saints. Yes. Neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, yes. has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. I wonder how many preachers listening to me now from all over that are that are their own idols. Did you hear what I said? Covetousness is idolatry. I didn't write it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Anytime you leave souls, anytime you leave turning away people's hearts away from their wicked ways and turning to God, it becomes idolatry. Because what are you starting? The only people God has called us is for that and nothing more than that. But when it comes about money, money, money in your pocket, that money will come there, just like the children of Israel had a quail, right? And they will eat it. It will start coming out one day in their nose because it surely must happen. Money has no place. Money is good, okay, like we're going to mission. Yes, you have money maybe to send to them. But that they make us know what I'm chasing now is money. I'm not serving God. I'm serving my pocket. I'm serving myself. And when that happens, I have become my own idol. Are we there? Yes. They may not like me, but that's a problem. Go on, yes. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Mm -hmm. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. You see what he's saying? Go on. Therefore, do not be partakers with them. Mm -hmm. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Walk as children of God. Because God is light. Go on. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Have no fellowship. Do not tolerate. If you tolerate evil, you are a good one. You are there in a church or whatever it is that say, hey, Amen, Amen, Amen. After all, I go there, but I don't, you are an evil one. Because the. We know it already. God told us that I will punish the deceiver and the deceived. You see? Are, are, we, are you following me? 
And why is God's destiny? Why are we saying that God's word? That's it. You should look at what because with God, that is from the rulemaker. Now you're avoiding hearsay. You understand what I'm saying? A hearsay will come from a pastor or bishop or anything. As long as it's not exactly what God has said, it's a hearsay. His own making. And therefore, you should not listen to it at all. He said, you know one thing? Have no fellowship at all. Run away. Flee. We said that before anybody knows it. But then we said what? That you are light. Children of light or spirit. God is light. And we say that there is nothing about transformation. The essence of transformation is that what? We are like Him. We are as He is. The essence of transformation is that we are one, spiritually, bound together with Him. Just like Jesus Christ says, I am my Father. There is nothing you can separate of we are one. Because one through what? Implicit obedience. As my Father was, or Adam, sorry, and my Father is, that's, a, that's the way I am. If you look at me from head to head. So how many of us can actually present this as a, the, the way? How many of us can tell me that until you become the Word of God? You know what we're talking about the Word? Until you become the living Word of God. You know the Word, you live the Word, you add the Word, you are the Word. Then obviously you are not together with God because God and His Word are the same. So this God, being together with this God, okay? But God has told us, no matter whatever you do, you must be holy as I am. Let no one ever deceive you by saying, you know, nobody can be holy, this and that. What the person is saying is that God is a liar. And God cannot lie. God is the one who said you must be holy. But because of, and that, in fact, the Kenya was explaining, God was explaining something to us. He said, you don't seem to understand. You think this, like heaven, is so far away. Christ came, the kingdom is within you. Righteousness and holiness. Ah, don't talk about nobody can be. But God has told us, nobody can be without me. But you must be willing, by taking the necessary step, strive to enter. My child, depart from any and all evil things. If you do that, that will really what? Give me evidence of a broken heart, a contrite spirit. If I see that heart, I will not despise that heart at all. I, the Lord, will come and give you a new heart. Then I will give you a new spirit, that inevitable spirit, transforming spirit, so that you can do that which you cannot do. Because with the spirit of God, all things are what? Possible. So this God, we said, we have to be as He is. He said, Holy, read me please, Leviticus 19 2. Leviticus 19 2. Yes. Holy, 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 to all the congregation of the children of Israel and say to them, mm -hmm. You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall be holy. You shall also be perfect. We know he told Abraham. Abraham, in what Genesis 17, 1, said, Abraham, walk with me. But Abraham, if you want to walk with me, because two cannot walk together, he said, They are in agreement. Therefore, be what? Perfect. Be, be what? Perfect. Be blameless as I am. In other words, I don't want anybody. Any one of us will be hearing this message. To ever in this life, anything happens, you are looking behind. When you are as God, there is nothing for you to worry. You see, that's why he said one thing. In 2 Corinthians 13, 8, he said, There is no thing against the truth, but the truth it stands by itself. Whatever it is, search me. 
Those are like, that's the truth. You do whatever you want to do. Because what can man do unto you? There's nothing. So be holy. And also, Peter was telling us, give me 1 Peter, please, 1. Can you 15? 1 15, 16, 17. Or 15 and 1 Peter 1 15. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Yes, because? Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. So you want to be holy. And which means that as God is also a pure, you must be pure. Let's get to all this now. I'm talking about this character of God. God is pure, you must be pure. That's why Matthew 5 8 tells us what? Blessed are the pure in heart. Those are the only ones who can see me. But also told us in me first John, please. Directory. 1 John 3, 3. Yes. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. He purifies himself just as he is pure. And Constantine was mentioning this last week. God expects us to be perfect in love. If you're not perfect in love, you're not perfect in God. That's the prayer you have to pray. That you are perfect in love. I'm talking about your conscience, your heart telling you. What this you are doing, are you doing it out of law? Whatever that is not done out of law is not of God. Because God is love. So he says, love as our law. That's why he told us what well, that Matthew 5 48. Be you perfect in law, as your heavenly father is perfect also in law. But Jesus Christ also told us that only one way you can claim to be a Christian. Can anybody tell me? It's a lot of people be shaking like that. I don't, you say, there's only one way you can claim you are a Christian. That's one way you can claim that you're not only one way. And the one way, and that way, that's the most important way you can claim you are a Christian. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Huh? Say love your neighbor as you love yourself. My brother is getting the right there. No, but he said, Christ, you love must love as I love. Okay? You see, when I love as if I love, not as God loves me, then I am an ungrateful child. Are you following me? Because when you give me grace, you expect me to extend that grace to another one. Otherwise, I am very unprofitable and ungrateful. Read me please John 13, 34 to 35. John 13, 34 to 35. Yes. A new commandment I give to you, mm -hmm. that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love one another. That you also love one another as I have loved you. But love has no place. In fact, somebody was just telling me that that was again. Love has no meaning without forgiveness. So as he has forgiven you, you also must forgive. Be efficient, please, for that one that you do. Ephesians 4, 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Mm -hmm. And be kind to one another, tender-hearted. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted. For sometimes the slightest thing will happen, and my people have forgotten. I, you know, I read it at, at one point, I said, Lord, have I labored in vain? He said, no. Because sometimes something will happen, my people forgot the, the incurable virus <laughs> that everybody went through via their age. Eh? The incurable virus, this very gossip. 
catatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
for whoever the time the time the time has come for for whoever calls upon himself the name of the Lord to really what build on that foundation that is the only foundation. He said that the foundation of God is the second Timothy two nineteen. Second Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, mm -hmm. having the seal. The Lord knows those who are his. And those who are those who are his. And let why are you jumping? Well, who are those who are his? Those who are God. Okay, let's read it. And let everyone who names the name of Christ yes. depart from the That is all. As long as the Mekos Rumba has not departed from any and all iniquities, I'm not, I won't have, I'm calling the name of the Lord in vain. Because, you see, he said the prayer of a sinner is an abomination unto him. And he had already, in fact, at the starting point, he said, look, you know, they will make all their prayers, they will make all their videos. He said, I will not hear. Because their heart is wrong. Maybe as I want to Isaiah 1 15. Yes. When you spread out your hands, mm -hmm. I will hide my eyes Is from you. Yes. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Your hands are full of blood. I was talking to my brother, the pastor Ivy, and he was talking about saying, Oh my God, I now understand what God was teaching us through you. I said, What is it? It's about uh, prayer. Listen, I said, it's very good. The greatest prayer is obedience. The greatest prayer is obedience. Why? Because if you are not in harmony with him, you are praying in vain. Therefore, the greatest prayer, even before you open your mouth and pray, you would have had him. Because there's one thing you need to do. There's only one way to be what? One with God. There's only one way God can be with me. That's when I am in him and he is in me. If you abide in my word and my word abides in you, that is God's will. And if God is with me, whether I pray or not, who can who can touch me? I want you to know that because if God be with us, right? Remember what we are singing it. If He's with you, let us what He told Joshua in Joshua one five. Said Joshua, there is no human being that will touch you, Joshua. As I was, the reason being that as I was with Moses, I will also be with you. However, Joshua, there's only one who is going to be with you. This book of the law. If you do that, you will prosper. That's what do you, do you understand what I'm saying. So that is that the God will serve night and day. If what I do at night is different from what I do during the day, let me tell you what. Get the point where you do not continue to be a slave of sin. Get to that point where you say, "Let hell fall." If you want to fall. Because that, then, is that, that will not be the worst thing. Because the Bible told us that there is nothing new. What? Under the sun. What is going to happen to me that has not happened before? Therefore, let me take a stand that I'm with this God. Either I take a stand with Him or I don't. Half, half measure will not get you there. Because you will just be wasting your time. So take a stand. We did that even in Kenya. Pastors, whoever, if you're not, if you're not still a bump, Whoever is willing to take a stand, take a stand. And Kenyans cried and took a stand. And said they will never go back. That's what it is. Take a stand with God. Because God is what? God of all or nothing. He's 
either you give all, you don't give anything at all. And that is where we know that heartbreak is no bread. It's not better than anything. It's not even better than anything. Heartbreak is a waste of time and everything. So, what I'm saying is night and day. Because God, there's no variation. If you want to be a child of God, stop compromising. If you want to be a child of God, do not allow variation in your life. That's why I say, let me again. Leave me Matthew 5, 37, please. Matthew 5, 37. Yes. But let your yes be yes, mm -hmm. and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Do you know that when your yes is yes and your no is no, don't worry. Eventually, the world will run after you. When they have trouble, they're looking for you. We know this person will speak the truth. Somebody told me one day, you know, someone was telling me, he said, um, someone told him that unless you are hated, unless you are hated by the world, then you have not started serving God. What a lie. Because this thing, I know, okay, when you follow God, let me tell you, when you follow God, many people run away from you and don't want to listen. But follow that God and don't mind, they will come back. They will seek you. In fact, if you are village, they will seek you when they need the truth. You see, they are it. So he said, but I said, okay, let me tell you one thing. Didn't this God say, if the will of a man will please him, right? Didn't he say that? That he will make his enemy be at peace with him. So let your will be good, pleasing to God, and see what God can do. God will vindicate you and bring this back. But let your yea be yea and your nay be no. Let it be that way, no matter whatever you do. Don't, because whatever you do, God is going to expose it. He may not expose it. Anytime your day is different from your night, you are a natural person. You are still not transformed by the Spirit of God. You know what a natural person does? A natural person is always think, is thinks that is very smart. Number one, what he does at night is different from what he does at during the day. The reason why what he does at night is simply because of what? Because he knows. That what he's doing is a fool. But this is a, this person is a fool. He knows that's why another person is a fool. Okay? Because he knows what he's doing is a fool. But yet, what? He's still doing it. Isn't that a fool? You grant him whatever, whenever you grant him, uh, you grant him the water, he's still there because what he's doing. Then the natural person, and I don't want you to ever be there. God please save me from ever. A natural person is always intent on doing what? Covering his own sins. And the Bible told us in Proverbs 28, 13 that there is anyone who tries to cover his sin shall never prosper. Let God cover your sin because he has seen your innocence. Okay? He's seen there's something about you that you have done. He didn't do it intentionally or knowingly. Yet it is not please God. But God will not punish. He will not destroy an innocent soul or what? An ignorant person. But the one who continues to do whatever that pleases him, even after many warnings, will be a problem. That's why God has asked his children, I am God. Because I'm holy, I am blameless. You also be what? So that there is no way anybody can accuse you of anything. That's why, you know, when the time came for Christ, to go back to his father. And they told him what was going on. And he said, actually in what? 
John 14, 30. Do you have that? John 14, 30. I will no longer talk much with you, mm -hmm. but the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. You see, see I, I love that. And that's where I want to be. And I want all of you to be there. If you're there, you have peace that passes all understanding. I am telling you honestly speaking. You think you have peace, and some of you think, you know, I have money because of that I'm happy. You think you're happy? That's not happiness. You want to be peace. Be at peace, one with God, where the enemy has nothing to accuse you. Okay? You can say, okay, the enemy is coming, the, the world is coming, you say, God, don't go ahead and come. Why? You have no place, you cannot enter, because you're not, I don't have anything that belongs to you inside me. Why do you think the devil is always harassing some of us? Because we have something that belongs to him. Right? We have something that belongs to him, and some of us will say, Oh, therefore I'm going to rebuke you. I'll tell you in Kenya and Nigeria, you're going to rebuke. How can you? And the devil turns around and says, You know, this is getting very. No, this is getting very interesting. My servant is now rebuking me. Tesla rebuking You rebuke your master. It doesn't work that way. You want to rebuke the devil, be together with God, and let. What? His full ammo. Cut away the devil. We must present ourselves, and the time has come for us to then blamelessly. Give me please Philippians 2.15. Philippians 2.15. Yes. That you may become blameless and harmless. Mm -hmm. Children of God without fault. Without fault. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Because that's what separates us. In the midst of crooked and perverse generation, is that our light must shine. And if that light shines, it separates us from the whole world. And believe me, let me tell you what, if you want to find peace, listen to me, I'm telling you, do this that God is asking us to do. You will see peace, you walk without even worrying about what anybody will do. Because you don't have any situation with anybody. They go in their own way. Okay? And Christ will not present, he said, I will not present you to my father. He said, Let me Colossians 1 22. Colossians 1 Yes. In the body of his flesh through death, mm -hmm. to present you holy and blameless right. and above reproach in his sight. That's the only way he can present us unto God. What am I saying here? Somebody may say, Wow, what he's saying is so tough and so difficult. It is not. It's a matter of choice. A choice you make and say, from this very day, I'll stop doing the things that are not pleasing, that are not good. This is not what we tell our children. Our children, don't do this. It is evil. You'll get into trouble. And that's the same thing God is telling us. Don't do this one. My child, you will have no peace as long as you do it. But do this portion, you will see my peace. And then you will see what? My full armor and cloud and shield unto you to do it. So for transformation, we must be as God is. And I'm trying to tell you, every one of us, we should go home and reveal, reveal actual inside us. Think how indeed transformed are we? Is it? Professing transformation with our mouth? But our heart is different. To the extent any human being who says he's a Christian or serving God, your mouth and your heart is in conflict 
they are in trouble. They are not serving God. Because you cannot hide anything. Matthew, no, not Matthew. Mark 4, we end here. Mark 4, 22. Mark 4, 22. Yes. For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed. Nothing. Nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. That it should come to light. I just want to thank our God and our Father for even His patience, His mercy, His grace, His long-suffering. Every moment we meet here, Heavenly Father, you will pour it out. You will stretch as far as possible to reveal the mysteries of your kingdom unto us. Because it is your kind, it is your desire, Lord, that we should never perish. What a loving God we have. We could sing from now till the kingdom comes of your loving kindness, of your favors and mercy and grace. Oh Lord, I pray you, Lord, mighty God, whatever it takes, that your spirit will possess us, that we may do only those things pleasing to you that you want us to do, that it may go well with us, our families and our children forever. For you are God, you are peace, there is no other peace aside you, there is no joy aside you, there is no fulfillment aside you God, and you have made it so easy. But we human beings complicate things. Because you say, Come to me, all you who are late. Come to me, my own body is so light. Oh Lord, my God, my Father, pour your spirit upon your children. Continue to minister unto them. Speak to them and let them know that it's not a man speaking to them. It's you, my God, my Father, who is in heaven. Oh, precious and everlasting God, do not be weary in instructing us. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. And we say, glory and blessed be your holy name, now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page or by sending an email to info at tmonline.org. Our web address is tmonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.